0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com Metaverse Impact. This is a headgum
1: podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to. Too scary, didn't
2: watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary, Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies.
0: I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies.
1: I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to. Most of the time, that's what happens. Except- this week, <laughs> sometimes that's not what sometimes happens. Sometimes it's no, not, as you will soon find out. But before <laughs> we get into that, did anything scary happen to us this week?
2: Well, speaking of watching scary movies, mm-hmm. um, tomorrow is Halloween, ooh baby, scariest of holidays. And in anticipation of Halloween, I've been wanting to get a little more in the spooky spirit. Wanting to watch some ish things. Ish, ish um, is the key. Ish, ish, ish. <laughs> what I love. I wish there were more movies that are like for adults, but are Halloween moody but not scary. We've talked about this before. Mm. Like, like I don't want it to be a kids movie. I want it to be an adults movie, but I want it to be you know Halloween vibey. Mm-hmm. And I have found a couple of those. And um, what are I they? I'll say. I'll tell you. <laughs> Um, one is Sleepy Hollow, which
0: I had never seen. Isn't oh, that crazy? I mm-hmm. saw that like when I was too young.
2: It's great. It's super. F- I mean, I know it's like oh Johnny Depp, but um, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I I personally was able to move past it, and if you're not, I also understand that. Sure. but sure, perfect Halloween ambiance movie. Perfect, perfect, spooky, but like not scary and fun. I feel like that was
1: also when Johnny Depp was still somewhat like interesting as an actor. He really, he really went off the rails in the last 10 years.
2: Yes, it, it yes he, Jack Sparrow. He, he, in it several was all ways, done. he went off yeah, the rails. Just, that, the Mad Hatter, Jack Sparrow era is, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was great in it. And it's a very fun Halloween ambiance movie. So even though this episode comes out after Halloween, if you're still in the mood, I'd recommend that. I'd also recommend, which, oh my God, I, this isn't even, I'm not, I haven't even gotten a thing that I wanted to talk about this week and I have to get to it because we have to get to it. But like, this I could talk about for a thousand years, which is I finally saw Interview with the Vampire. Which oh. How did it take me this long? What was I fucking doing? It's incredible. It's so weird. It's kind of bad, but it's also one of the best things I've ever <laughs> seen. And, it, and Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. Oh my God. I love him so much. I, I love him so
1: I Action. haven't seen it in such a good Forever. actor yeah, I should rewatch it as god. well.
2: God, it's a real the ruffles, the ruffles and The ruffles, the hair. The oh my god, it's so good. Um, but okay, but the big the big thing <laughs> is that last night I finally did a thing that I've been saying I would do wow. for 3 years. What is it? Which is I
0: watched Midsommar. <gasps> I thought you were gonna say Titanic. I thought you were gonna. Say oh, Titanic. I will do that. I will do that. But it's uh, you know it's Halloween.
2: Um, but I finally, oh god, I finally watched Midsummer. Watched the director's cut because that was all, um, Marty had. So it was long, but it didn't feel yeah. long. It was the fastest three hours of my life. I gotta say, it was three hours. Jeez, yeah, it was long. Um, oh my god, that movie is so good. It's so good. It's so funny. It's so funny. It is really upsetting. I was braced for the beginning part, but what I didn't expect to be the thing that really like uh, made give my Got you. bones chilled was um, mm-hmm. uh, her grieving. Oh, oh, oh! The way she screams! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Florence! Oh, oh, oh! She's. When she finds her family's dead, and when she finds out they're dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh! It's
1: <sighs> it's done so well. Her screams blend oh, into the God. music, into it's the incredible music. It's and very it's, upsetting. It
2: is very upsetting. Incredible. But she's
1: incredible.
2: Everyone is so good. Mm. It's so fun. It's like it's a
0: masterpiece oh my god even when they're even when they're jumping off the cliff and their legs okay, are breaking I'll and they're still this. alive i'll say this i'll say this about the cliff thank god fun. i
2: knew that was coming and here's the thing when you told me about it sammy i pictured them all being at the top of the cliff and the people jumping off and them looking down and seeing them at the bottom of the cliff oh. no it's the opposite they're all at the bottom of the cliff and the people oh, jumping. they to them. front row seats. so they are they are right 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 oh. there and so are we and oh <laughs> my god i was like as soon as that scene started i was like oh my god we're at the bottom of the cliff Oh no That's not what I thought was
0: going. <laughs> I pictured it the same way yeah. I pictured Mm-mm. it the exact same no, way they're at the bottom.
2: <gasps> And it's That really changes cliff. things And it is Those look like The biggest hardest rocks You've ever seen in your life Wow It's so good But also it's really triumphant And it I think Is a super happy ending As we talked about When we covered it <laughs> But like watching it I was like Yes fuck yes Danny um, Christian also It was conveyed to us Via the retelling But in watching it Wow he's the worst He's the worst fucking person ever. He's the worst. What did you
0: think? What did you think of the drug drug tripping scene? It was very time. It was really cool.
2: There were more drug trips than I felt like I remembered there being, which were always oh, really right, fun. And, like, and it's like the background It's just. It's such an incredible movie. It's an incredible movie. It is so I feel well like they're done. They're basically every part on of it. drugs for the whole like third. They're act on drugs of for a movie. lot of it. Yeah. yeah. I was oh thinking about the shrooms. The shrooms is, really is that one in that one at the beginning. That one's great. Yeah.
0: Um that it's one's incredible me when I heard about it.
2: It's fucking I really I truly I really recommend and I really didn't think it was scary. I, I really and I know we covered it and so that helped, but like it's you see everything coming a mile away. It's it's unsettling, but it is incredible. Yep. It's incredible. I'm like, I can't stop thinking about it. Wow. And it's it's because of this podcast that I was able to do it. Wow. Yay! She did it. Yay.
0: Oh my god, Emily. That's so proud. Halloween. Some
2: happy Halloween
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Did anything scary happen to you guys this week? Um, well the scary thing that happened to me this week Is that someone recognized me on the street what? <laughs> what? That's so crazy but Is That's that so okay to talk cool. about
1: on the podcast? Yeah, I think I guess it, the scary... it
0: happened to cause... you So yeah the scary thing is how many people I've told, which is everyone now on the podcast, too, including <laughs> who's listening to this episode.
2: It's crazy. It's, I mean, I can't. Yeah, that's a wild thing to experience.
0: It just pierced the fourth wall of life in a way mm-hmm, that like, mm-hmm. kind of scared me, like cut me deep to the bone. But it was still like <laughs> such a lovely experience it really rattled me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not just
1: chatting with your two friends Mm-mm. other people are like, listening like, wait, what
0: <laughs> 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 hold on um no she was so nice and i just had it was such a lovely experience and i you know, don't really know what else to say, except that it happened. And one thing about living in New York is you really do feel like you're living in your own little world, like walking around, even though there's so many people everywhere. So Mm -hmm. to have someone kind of like emerge from the crowd and be like, are you Henley? I was like, oh, (laughs) Isn't that crazy?
2: I think about some, like, you know how sometimes if you're driving or in in your case and you're walking and you like drive past someone or walk past someone, you know, and you go like, oh, that was so-and-so. But Mm -hmm. it's not enough of a moment to ever do anything with it. It's just like it's a thing that happens. And like every now and again I remember that that the reverse is true. Sometimes I'll be like walking in the world and someone I know will see me and I won't know that they did. And I don't know. It's like that's not quite the same but it's just a. it's
1: like we just you just can't know. I always wonder about Uh, This just reminded me I always wonder about Who has dreams about me Because I'll have dreams (gasps) About such random people Like someone From high school That is just like Where the fuck did that come from Like you didn't even Remember they were still In your brain Let alone
2: like yeah And I'm like
1: that's happening In other people's
0: brains too It's happening in other people's brains (laughs) It's like just give me a text Just send me a text Send Send me a text Hey, If you dream about me Send me a text
1: Send me a text And
0: tell me what was happening Tell me what I was doing I want to know How I was manifested In your subconscious Um, Yeah what do I represent to you I wish I remembered my dreams. I don't remember them ever. Do mm. you guys remember them? I
1: usually do, yeah, and I have a lot.
0: Wow. Yeah, Sammy, you do. You You're have a good really active I, dream life. I
2: remember them sometimes, but I would say the majority of the time I do not remember them.
0: No, I don't. Um, anyway, so you know what? What is the world we're living in? I do feel like Pretty cool. um, it's probably a simulation. Probably, like the facts are stacking probably. up. The okay. facts are stacking up for me too, and I was going to talk
2: about a thing this week, but I won't because it's too stupid. But like, the facts are stacking up, and I feel like maybe that's what you're going to talk about. Wait, what? Tell us what it is. Just tell us. I just I found a, a, a duplicate of something that I'm certain I don't have two of, and so it's like, where did that come from? <laughs> Emily, I always love yours. I always love them. Because I it's like I Just, I just, I it's, I put my thing back in the place that it always goes. I cannot. I don't. I cannot conceive of a time already? I would have gotten another one. Yes. And it was there already. <gasps> and I, and Wait, so then. That is really good. Then there were really two there. One. And I was like, but what the fuck? in all the time. It's like a nail tool that I use a lot. And I'm like, I, in all the times I've taken it and put it back in its spot, there's never another one there. See, yeah, yours are
0: yours are good because they're in like the physical realm. Mine are always like I listen to an episode of Poog and they're talking about exactly what I was talking about like two weeks ago and mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's just because I don't have original thoughts. Like that's no, not the same do, thing as though. being in a simulation. It could like be yours are like physical examples, okay, but also
2: mine are usually I'm stupid and I did buy a second one, or I'm listening to the sound I'm already playing. Do you know what I mean? So
1: anyway, let's see if
0: Sammy's is the good. The wind chime, the wind <laughs> chime was a funny example. No, mine
1: is just that I'm reading recursion right now, and so what is that? The Blake Crouch one. I feel like you've read it. Oh uh, no,
0: I ha- I don't think so. Oh, I, I read don't. his old Blake. I, I read the older Blake Crouch. Not is that the newer one? I don't know when it was from, but it's basically
1: about. Well, it starts out as being about something called false memory syndrome, and people start experiencing, yeah, like lifetimes of memories that didn't happen that feel really, really real. Mm. And then you start learning that it's more about like time travel, space time. So it gets. Do you like it? Is it weird? Yeah, it's really. Really good. I'm Ooh, maybe
0: it. I'll read that. I read Dark Matter, and that yeah. came out in twenty sixteen. Yeah, I, I haven't. I, that's the well. only. That's the only one I've ever read.
1: Yeah, they're similar. It's kind of like trippy. Make me feel weird while I'm reading them. <laughs> mm. Hurt my brain a little bit, but in a in a fun way.
0: Uh-huh. In a fun way. Um, I'm reading tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, um, which Vonnegut? is new. Oh. No, oh god! I wish I was fucking cool enough to be reading Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> <It's just laughs> recently, short story. Re- recently, Tim was trying to get me to read Kurt Vonnegut because he loves it so much, and I tried. I don't even know Men which one I was trying <laughs> to read. I know they really know, do. I've, I've tried so many times. I've tried never so even many tried. times, you guys. Yeah, and I've like, never tried. I'm just like I don't care like really? and I, there are quotes there are quotes from him that I really like and I just I don't know it's not I I'm just I'm gonna be brave enough to say <laughs> that I don't really like Kurt Vonnegut That's
2: crazy Kurt Vonnegut is your music
0: you know that's crazy you gotta Sammy be brave enough to say that you such don't an like asshole. something. Such an asshole response from Sammy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: <laughs> I guess I haven't read any by him <laughs> in a long time, so I don't know. But I remember being pretty uh pretty moved. into it at the time. Pretty you like know, high school.
0: I know. I know that I'm I'm the one in the wrong here. I just need well, to give up. I it will try and I will shot. let I you know which okay. one of you is correct. Thanks, Emily. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, Sammy, That's what's your what thing? friends are for?
1: <laughs> um this is just something that took up more of my headspace than it should have, which is that this week Matthew Perry said, oh. or Matthew okay. Perry was quoted in his book. <laughs> I think there's two different parts in his in his memoir. There are two different parts there where are. he says, "Why is River Phoenix dead?" And while Keanu Reeves still walks among us,
2: it's a great. It's, it's like such really a crazy. crazy thing to say. <laughs> For Wait. so many reasons. It's also just so crazy that none of his publishers were like, oh, um, let's take that part out.
1: Let's maybe not. And let's not do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like one thing to say offhand, like, why is Keanu Reeves still alive while River Phoenix is dead? Or Chris Farley was the other person that he said it about. Yeah. And... It's one thing to, like, maybe accidentally say that in, in an interview, but to write it twice in a book that has to be reviewed and, like, edited. And it's just so crazy. And it's so mean. And it's so weird. Such a weird thing to say. Does he know Keanu Reeves personally? He's got, he it has just to have something
2: in him that is so opposed to Keanu. So I think this is Keanu. the scary
1: part for me was, like, I was like, I need to understand why... <laughs> he did this, mm-hmm. and I think I kind of got there in the end, and I think it's that I mean, he, he is an addict, and he's talking about two addicts, Chris Farley and River Phoenix, that died of overdoses, and Keanu Reeves was friends with River Phoenix, and apparently Matthew mm-hmm. Perry, like, thinks he didn't do enough to intervene with his friend, and so it's like oh, him yikes. projecting uh, kind of his own things yeah, onto Keanu Reeves. how that works. But... I, re- I watched Matthew Perry's Diane Sawyer interview. I was just like, I need to understand how anyone could hate
0: Keanu Reeves. <laughs> like, what? You're like, Diane, ask the question. Diane, ask. Diane, this ask. is why you got the interview, Diane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it just really shook me that anyone could... You don't ever hear of people hating Keanu Reeves. Could like hate Keanu. Ever. He's not, he's not right. What a weird target to choose. Just someone so beloved, so notoriously kind and like good to his fans and good to the crew of his films and like really hardworking and just like loves what he does. (laughs) He's a good man. I think that would be
0: something that Sammy, would it like, what would it mean to you if Keanu Reeves, it came out that he was bad? I would be canceled. really, really uh, upset. Uh, that would be so upset. It would really, really be uh, devastating.
2: It
1: won't. But that's the he thing. He doesn't is even put not, his hands on women's backs when he takes photos with them. He, he, yeah, the Keanu hand, it, it floats. He, it floats behind their backs because he doesn't want to touch anybody inappropriately. He's very conscious of everything it just he does. He does. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, I didn't know that. That's huge.
2: He's <laughs> perfect. And, 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 if, and it's, we're just, look, there are some people... Who some of us love dearly, who there are probably some really bad things about
0: Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm,
2: Tom Cruise. But can't but Keanu's not one of them. Is maybe it's Tom, maybe it's not. But it's not it's not Keanu. And we can all
0: hold that. Yeah, let's not go anywhere near that. It's not even fun to like imagine the counterfactual there. It's not even fun. So we won't. So we won't. We won't do that. Not even close to fun. No, no it's not fun. Um, but Matthew, speak up. Um, <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> I think he. I think he did apologize.
1: By the way, I think because of the. But did he give context? I think maybe what I said was like what I read in his response. Okay, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, right. being like I'm taking it out on. Wow. Um, you know. <sighs> yeah. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Yep. Just spent a lot of time thinking about this uh, this week. Did his book come out? I believe it did. Yes. Did you Did you read it, Matthew Perry's book? I have not read it quite yet. You know, I'm not actually a big fan of autobiographies. <laughs> Me <laughs> either. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't love a memoir, but I might check it out. But I say that a lot of times with celebrities' books because I'm like curious. But then when it comes down to it, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm that curious.
0: <laughs> did you read Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights? I sure didn't. People fucking loved it. Tim and I tried to listen to it because we heard so much about it and it was like really listen tough. to it, it was though seems listen. fun. Is he the reader? I presume. Yeah, yeah he, he's the reader. Oh, he's, he's the, the reader. reader. Oh, he's the reader. Oh, he's <laughs> the reader. It's a lot. It's so oh, he's lot. the reader. He's the reader. And he's out ab- yeah. Oh, whatever. That's a whole other conversation. All right. Should we fucking get into this movie? Let's talk yeah, about this week's movie. We should. Okay, this week's movie is The Blackcoat's Daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I watched it. Wow. wow. So everyone. Huge week. The crowd goes wild. She's so brave. All right. So it was written and directed by Oz Perkins. And it's starring Emma Roberts, Kiernan Shipka, Lo- Lucy Boynton, and James Boynton? Remar. I didn't know Boynton was in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boynton? Oh, we got Boynton? We got Boynton? Oh, we got Boynton? We love Boynton. <laughs> Boynton. Do you guys know who... J- do you guys know who James Rem- Remar-, Remar is? Remar? No. You would no, recognize him in a heartbeat. Right he, he's, he's kind of a that guy. The thing I know him from is he is the dad in Dexter. Oh, so he's always yep. in his oh, yep. box. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he definitely was, a that guy.
0: He was also in Vampire Diaries, which, man, I didn't even talk about the content I watched this week. It's Almost exclusively Vampire Diaries, oh my but God. also. Henley,
1: I almost but, started it last, last night.
0: I it is so good, Sammy. It is <laughs> Damn. irreproachable. It is perfect. It is it's the it's the only thing I ever want to watch for the rest of my life. Wow! <laughs> it's the those early two thousands outfits. Oh my god! Any, anyway, I also watched the Witches of Eastwick, which I have a lot to say about Ooh. too. Mm. But we don't need to get into that right now. Um, this movie was released by A24. It was filmed in 2015, came out in 2017.
2: Sorry, real quick. Are those three women supposed to look identical? Is that part of the plot of this movie? Because I just pulled up the cast on uh, uh, like to Google to see. And the image that comes up of the three of them in a row is like, I'm seeing the same face three times. And it's really tripping me out.
0: Well, one thing they have that's connected is that they have all worked with Ryan Murphy. So each oh. of them have worked with Ryan Murphy.
2: That must be. It.
1: You must be seeing the
0: the Ryan that's Murphy. What I'm, seeing. I'm seeing. the Ryan Murphy. <laughs> it's because it must be because Ryan Murphy has a type. You know what I mean? Sure. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. Oh. Okay. Great. Um. Five point nine on IMDb, seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a sixty eight percent on Metacritic. Okay, the box office says it made uh, thirty eight thousand oh. dollars. So not great, <laughs> not great. That is not good. <laughs> I think it was mostly released direct to streaming. It was like mostly released on Probably. direct TV. It did have a theater release, but limited one theater one well, day yeah pretty <laughs> <laughs> and i couldn't find the budget so i don't know yeah they don't want the you to know was. it was uh it's director mike flanagan ever heard of him, heard of him. Uh, he he lists this as his favorite horror movie Ooh, according to yeah, screen we've had we've had Whoa. it requested quite a lot yeah i mean wow
1: people like this movie i'm yeah. excited
0: to hear about it well, the writer and director, Osgood Perkins, is, uh, here's some more trivia. I just launched into the trivia. Um, he's a horror movie royalty. He's oh. the son of Anthony Perkins, who's oh. the actor mm. who played Norman, Norman. Bates, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Psycho, um, as well as its three sequels. So this was... Is Oz Perkins uh, hot, I presume, then? <laughs> oh my God, look it up. I don't know. I didn't see any pics. I mean, let's pause the podcast.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is really important. We
2: all went <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to. Be. Please keep in the length of pause that we just did in real time to find out if he's hot.
1: Yeah, he's hot. Okay, cool. Ooh, cool. That was worth okay. it. Yeah, that was that worth was it. worth it. But he's also kind of a little scary looking.
0: He's okay, well. ac- He was an actor in a bunch of things, but in little tiny roles. Like he was in Legally Blonde, technically as like technically, a little side role.
1: Technically Oh, technically and <laughs> <laughs> <technically> legally blonde.
0: <laughs> this movie was initially titled February. Okay. And when spooky month. Um, Emma Roberts read the script for the film, she couldn't sleep afterwards cuz it scared her so much. Oh my gosh. Wow. Should we just do Shall it?
1: Shall we get into it? Ooh, I'm really excited. Yeah.
0: That's a hundred dollars off and less than seven dollars per bottle so that's nakedwines.com slash scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just 3999 one last time that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles.
1: Yeah, Stanley, I'm so proud of you. Tell us about it. Okay.
0: All right, um the most important thing for you guys to know about this movie is that it's very moody and atmospheric. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's ev- the entire color palette is very dark gray, dark blues. Everyone's extremely pale. It's mm-hmm. not vampire movie. Mm-hmm. It's not So get your head out of that space. But it is, I mean, the alternate title is February. It takes place um, in like deep winter cold. Yes. Yes. February, a very tough month. It's a tough month, especially in the Northeast where they are. It starts with a creepy haunting song called Black Coat's Daughter. Mm. And it's this. Creepy woman. I wish I could can c I'll try to sing it. She's like Dee Dedlee Deedle Dee <laughs> That's
2: not where I expected
1: this to start. <laughs> deedle
2: Dee Dee It's a very creepy song.
0: Just imagine deedle,
2: deedle.
0: <laughs> You just have to trust me that it is very okay, creepy. OK, I can't sing it, but the lyrics are "Blackcoat's daughter. What was in the holy water gone to bed on an unclean head? The angels, they forgot her. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Everyone's sufficiently scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the first shot is of Kiernan Shipka. She's asleep in bed. There are very loud strings. The music is very moody and sad and instrumental the entire time. It's cutting between her asleep in her dormitory bed and then of the dream that she's having. And in her dream, she's alone. She's walking through an empty landscape that's covered in snow. And then suddenly this kind of tall black figure appears next to her, starts walking. You can't see him. You can kind of only see his torso. Um, and it's cutting between that and then her back in the bedroom in different Like poses sleeping And then at one point she kind of wakes up And a dark figure like passes over The screen and she like Looks tired and she goes Daddy you came early And then one thing to note about the performances Across the board for everyone Almost Expressionless like Mm. no one is giving Emotion in this Mm. film everyone is Very muted very flat The entire time
1: Interesting
0: so then, it cuts back to her dream, and she sees a car burning in the distance, and she looks sad and devastated, and she just says, "Mommy." Okay, okay. That's, how, that's how it opens.
2: That's all, that's all we get. <laughs> that's we that's get, all it. get it. Mommy <laughs> in a burning car. Daddy came
0: early. Mm-hmm. Daddy came deedle early. Deedle. Deedle deedle. <laughs> so then she's awake. It's starting her day It's very, very early It's basically dark outside And she's slowly marking off days On her calendar What time period until... is this, did you say? It's it's right now It's like 2015 okay, I was 2015, probably imagining
1: like they... 1800s Didn't the mood mm-hmm. kind of create an 1800s-y type vibe? I should I thought it was going to be like that When I looked the at Black the title Coat's daughter, yeah, feels like it would be um, oh, I'm glad I asked, because yeah. I was picturing the wrong thing <laughs>
0: Mm. Well, one weird thing I will tell you about this movie is that even though it takes place like in modern time, one thing to note is that there are like no cell phones. I mean, they are using pay phones and like physical phones, okay. Okay. landlines. Um, yeah, she's awake. She's marking off the days of her calendar until it's today. It's February 22nd. And on that day, she's written mom and dad in a heart And so clearly today is the day they are coming. She's going to see her. Kiernan Shipka's character is named Catherine. She goes to a Catholic girls boarding school called the Bramford School. And this whole movie takes place like or this part takes place like over a weekend. And it's the last day before her winter break. And there's a school recital. She's uh, performing in it. And she's kind of summoned to Father Brian office, who I guess is maybe her music teacher or someone to let her know that he won't be able to make it to her recital. She seems disappointed. But again, Kiernan Shipka's performance is so like reserved that it's hard to know exactly what she's thinking. Um, At one point during the conversation, she looks in the corner of the room and kind of very slightly smiles. And Father Brian is like. something funny she's like no and he's like um you smiled and she's like oh and that's (laughs) kind of how a lot of the the dialogue goes in this movie all right (laughs) um it's very tense and awkward then we meet lucy boynton's character Her name is Rose. It's picture day. She is walking in to get her picture taken. And we get a very extended kind of slow-mo shot of her walking into the classroom. She's like, Her hair's... She's flinging her hair over her shoulder. She looks pretty sad. She sits down on the stool and then slowly, like, lifts her head up to get her picture taken, and a huge smile comes across her face. The picture's taken, and then the smile, like, slowly goes down, and she looks, like, extremely depressed again, and then walks out of the room. And there's, like, just this long extended scene of that happening. Okay. She goes to the nurse with a headache. They give her some pills. And then she chats with her friend outside smoking a cigarette. And she tells she's talking about how she's anxious because she's four days late on her period. Mm. And her friend is like, are you going to tell the guy? She's like, I don't know. Do you think I should? Just not sure what to do. And then she's the next scene is her sitting alone in an auditorium listening to the principal give a very condescending speech about, um, Good conduct over break and uh the speech is not important but the thing that's weird is at the end he finishes it by going sound good <laughs> and then the entire auditorium goes sounds good <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> that way. um it's not like culty or anything it's just more like, like just a weird school, school thing yeah yeah so then we get a shot of all the cars coming in. The parents are arriving for the recital. Everyone's being picked up to go home for winter break. Catherine is standing outside on the driveway waiting for the cars, watching all of them roll through. Her parents are not arriving. She's looking very sad. and Shipka then goes on stage uh, to do her performance. And it is... Um, really mediocre like extremely mediocre she just like, on plays the piano. no i think she's giving it her all like oh. i don't know <laughs> I think, like in the movie is a,
1: it, it's are we, we as an audience mediocre. supposed to think that it's mediocre
0: i think as we as an audience are thinking like this is just an extremely normal like 14 year old girl okay. like she's supposed to be okay. a freshman she, okay she's, got it. this is not yeah okay She's playing the piano. She's singing. I mean, in the beginning, you thought maybe she was going to be some kind of like music prodigy or something, the way she was having this conversation with Father Brian, where he was like, I'm so sorry. I've been working so hard. I'm going to miss your recital.
2: Got it. Got it. But she's just fine.
0: But oh, she's just normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she finishes her performance. She's glances out into the auditorium. No one's there. Her parents have not arrived. Mm-hmm. Catherine and Rose are, after the recital, they're both summoned to the principal's office to ask why their parents haven't shown up. Um, the principal, Mr. Gibson, he's like, Catherine, have you tried calling them? We've tried calling them. We haven't heard from them. We don't know where they are. Rose, where are your parents? Um, and Rose tells that, tells him, like, oh, I just got the days wrong. I told my parents to come on Friday. They're not going to be here till Friday. And he's pissed. He's like, you guys can't live here, but fine. Like, you can stay here. The nuns will be here. You can hang out with them. And Rose, you have to take care of Catherine because she's a freshman. And yeah. Are you guys so scared yet? <laughs> uh, terrifying. Yeah,
1: it's really spooky.
0: <laughs> um, Rose is not into this idea. And later she tells Catherine she's Going out. She's like, I'm not going to take care of you. Catherine. So sad. You guys. Karen Shipka. She's just sad. You know? Yeah. Okay. 14's a hard age. It's a hard age. She's like, Mr. Gibson said you have to look after me. And Rose is like, I don't give a fuck what Mr. Gibson said. Mm. Don't go into my room. Don't touch my stuff. Like, I'm going out. And then she just slides in a fun little anecdote about how the nuns worship the devil. She's like, Hmm. the nuns don't have any hair. Have you ever looked at their eyebrows? Their eyebrows are fake. They don't have any hair (laughs) anywhere on their body. Because of devil worshipping? They worship the devil. Huh. And Catherine's like, where did you hear this? And Rose doesn't answer. So. Interesting. Interesting. The first thing Catherine does, obviously, when Rose leaves is go into her room and touch all her stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So she goes and picks up her hairbrush and there's a long, moody shot of her staring at her hairbrush as um, Rose leaves to go on a date with this guy who's impregnated her potentially. All right. Cut to a bus station. Now we meet Emma Roberts' character. She is... Looking sad too, man. You guys, everyone is sad as fuck. It's February. Mm -hmm. It's February. It's dark. It's in the middle of the night. She's arrived on a bus. She's alone. Um, She's clearly run away from a psychiatric hospital. Okay. (laughs) She's having. These kind of quick flashes of memory of a doctor examining her, of another patient struggling in restraints. Mm. And back in the bus station, she goes into the bathroom and is like breathing heavily. And she rips off a hospital bracelet that she has on. Then she goes back outside. She's waiting for another bus to come. And a man, this is the dad in Dexter. Mm. I can't even remember the actor's name now. John Ramar, something like that. Sounds um, right. Yeah, he walks past her and asks her if she needs a ride. Uh Uh-oh. This actor's the perfect guy to play this part because he is truly equally, like, comforting because most of the characters Mm -hmm. I've seen him play have been, like, good characters. But he's also really threatening. Like, he has a really deep voice. He's pretty tall. And he's something, like, creepy about him, Mm -hmm. honestly. So um, he asks her if she needs a ride, He's like, I promise I'm okay. like, you'll be safe with me. Well, Um, if if
1: you (laughs) promise. Oh, well.
0: (laughs) He points to his car, which is idling in the distance just with the headlights. See, um, I have a car. And he's (laughs) like, my wife is in the car. Like, just come. You'll be fine. Like, we can take you where you need to go. I'm like, don't get in that fucking car. Mm -hmm. But then we cut to her getting in the car. And the wife is in the car. She's in the front seat. Hmm. Um, and Emma says she wants to go to Portsmouth. And they say that they're going right next to it, to a town called Bramford. Okay. And um, she doesn't look happy about it, but she's kind of like, okay. So then we cut back to Rose and Catherine. Um, Rose gets back home from her date. She's told the boy about the baby and he wants to help her, but she just breaks up with him. Um, she checks in on Catherine's room because, you know, she's supposed to be taking care of her and it's empty. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, fuck. And she goes to the bathroom to get ready to go to bed. And she starts hearing voices coming through the vents. And then she starts hearing some thumping coming through the vents. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, cue now. Just like the longest eeriest walk through mm-hmm. dormitory hallways like you empty. could A dark everyone else has hairless left nuns <laughs> hairless nuns <laughs> it reminds me of the witches and roll Doll*. remember how they are all like were hairless and disgusting yep. um so this this part of the film like there's no music it's quiet except for the doors opening and closing Ooh, and freaky. all of the doors just need to be greased. They need some WD-40 so Ooh, bad. Like, it's yeah. just creaking. Creaky, creaky. It's creaking. Yeah. And she's walking. She's, he keeps hearing this thumping. Thumping. And she's hearing it downstairs. So she walks Are downstairs. Are they, like, basically the only
1: two people in this building? It's completely empty and completely oof, dark. Oof, oof. That's and scary. it's also,
0: like, the middle of the night. She's come back from her. Day. It's always, like, constantly feels like it's the middle of the night. And so finally, she reaches the basement. She goes no. down into the basement. She gets finally to the final room there, which is the boiler room. And she looks through a little glass window, and we just get a quick shot of Catherine in front of the boiler, like on her knees, just slamming her head <gasps> into the ground.
2: Oh my god! And that's probably a really hard ground,
1: like cement. That's I the bet.
0: thumping. That's the oh my god it's like
1: echoing through the whole building
0: Mm Mm-hmm 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 and She obviously is like her eyes get You know rose's eyes get super huge I gasps. one fucking night (laughs) This girl (laughs) Is slamming her head on the ground But we quickly cut away From that back to emma roberts character Her name is joan by the way Um joan wakes up in a hotel room so last we saw she was in a car now she's in a hotel room um with a little note next to her that said i thought i should let you sleep bill bill's the guy that picked her up does she seem like confused she seems like not okay everyone the entire time no one seems okay in this movie like no one's ever okay um She seems, like, confused and doesn't know what to do, disoriented. Mm. Um, She grabs her purse and empties it out and goes through it. Then she goes into the bathroom and undresses to take a shower. And we see um, that there's a healed-over bullet wound, bullet hole in her shoulder. She's also like covered in bruises and she has a quick flash of a man shooting a gun at her and then a quick flash of that of father bill the guy we saw earlier his face hovering over her um not the same guy the guy who shot her is someone else so and this bit father bill isn't the same as bill bill oh yeah no wait no it's not the same wait are the both their names maybe it's father brian father brian sounds right yeah, I think The other guy's Bill. Bill. Pretty
2: crazy if yeah. they had <laughs> It'd be very funny If they were all named Bill And it wasn't a thing
0: <laughs> No, obviously uh-huh. it's Ryan. Yes, <laughs> Father Brian Yes, Father Brian Okay, okay Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> um, So she's showering She gets out She wraps herself in a towel And then there's a knock At her door mm. She's looking pretty anxious She slowly walks over To the door She looks through The little peephole She sees She obviously recognizes it It's Bill um, He's like, can I come in? No. And she's like, okay, and just lets him in. He comes in. She sits on the bed. He sits down across from her. And he's like, I guess you're pretty tired. You slept for four hours. You know, you fell asleep as soon as we got in the car. I thought that you clearly needed some rest. Um, she's like not talking at all. And then she says, why are you helping me? And he asks her if she believes in God and she says, no, she's like, no, she's clearly really traumatized and very in like certain that she does not believe in God. And he says, he gives her this whole like kind of monologue about how he believes in God. He sees God in coincidences and that. Strange as it may sound, he saw God in her because she really recognized she really she was really familiar to him and she reminded him of someone that he knows. I mean,
1: if some man (laughs) (laughs) offers me a ride and then puts me up in a hotel and tells me that I'm so familiar to him, I'm I'm at a level 10 Fear, terrified. <laughs> <Level
0: 10>. Yeah, <laughs> this level is, 10, is level 10. this is bad. This, this is, is very bad. Does she look very scared. She looks very scared. She's also like huddled in her towel. She's Ooh, just sitting no, in a I towel. I'm,
2: I want her to be wearing clothes.
0: Yeah, and I, of course, and um, and then at this point, oh, I guess I think I'm. I think I messed up. I think that at this point, he says they're going to Bramford, and she's like, "Where's your wife?" Great question. And he's like, she's sleeping. Bad answer. She's sleeping. <laughs> so you're like, I don't like any of this. Mm-hmm. But then you cut back to Catherine and Rose. So Catherine is now taking a shower. Rose is standing outside of the shower. She's like, you are sleepwalking, right? She just is like, you're sleepwalking. Like, do you do that a lot? Like, that's what was happening, right? She's clearly convinced herself that like... Everything's fine. What she saw was maybe normal. And Catherine... Kieran and Chipka, you guys... Is She's like bloody?
2: Is her head fucked
0: up? No, she's fine. She's completely fine. Um, um she just says from the shower, she goes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And Give us um, nothing, Catherine. Yeah, she's giving us nothing. She's giving us <laughs> nothing. Um, and then they go back into Catherine's room. She's like getting into her pajamas. She gets into bed, and Rose is you know, ask, like telling her like, it's going to be okay. Like our parents, our parents are going to come tomorrow and we're going to leave and it's all going to be fine. And, um, and Catherine just says like, my parents are dead. And Rose is like, that's not funny. You're not being funny. Like, stop joking about that. That's really messed up. Like, just don't make jokes like that. Um, okay, it's time to go to bed. Like we're going to bed. Can I get you anything else? And Catherine just goes, "No, you had your chance." Oh my god! And Rose is like, "Okay." <laughs> and um, <laughs> oh no, just goes back to her room. Uh-oh. Everything is Uh-oh. everything in this movie is like so muted. Like there's like such little actual dialogue. it's so yeah. silent. Most of the time. Um, and so then Rose like goes back into her room and she's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, am I? Everything's fine or is it not fine? Like, what the hell? Where, and are the so she, where are the nuns? Where are the nuns? Where are the nuns? She pushes the, her dresser in front of her bed and in front of her door. Sure. Just to be safe. Won't stop Satan. <laughs> <It> might work. <laughs> so then we get a quick shot of Catherine sleeping. She's sleeping in bed. She starts kind of grunting and writhing. And then just the quickest shot you've ever seen. She's on her stomach. Suddenly her legs just fly up over her head and her feet go (gasps) next to her head. Like she does like a backwards like like completely contorts her body like just really quickly. And it's so fast and so like quiet. It's just like and then it's over. And, and that's all you or see. Or it cuts away, or Whoa. she goes
1: back to laying normal.
0: No, no, it, it, it cuts away. see like, very funny. See her. <laughs> <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> you don't see it go back. You just see it go forward. <laughs> but it's
1: Super so fast. Is it it's like so fast? Do so, like, you think Kiernan Shipka's body
0: did, or is there like some sort of. No, no. Imagine, okay, this is it. Imagine you're sleeping on your stomach. Then imagine kay. bringing your feet up next to your head. This like this way and putting them next okay. to your head. Can you imagine doing that?
2: This is my head. These are my legs. They go. Sh- and then your feet land
0: next to your head. That would be crazy. Just like really fast. Too. But does it you look do it really like fast. VFX or is it like they got like a little body double contortionist? They got a con- they got a contortionist and they did it from like the other side of the room. So you can kind of just see her silhouette. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And you ooh, see you ooh. see her head on the pillow and, and then you Her see head is on the there. pillow and she kind of opens her eyes and she like grunts and then you cut to the far away shot and you see her legs go up and go Whee! over her head and then it's over.
2: Crazy that there are contortionists
0: who can do that. That's I mean, remember what? Malignant? I do. Mm-hmm. That was... Do I ever? Will it ever top that? I don't know. Mm. This makes... Uh, this is like the kiddies table <laughs> compared. <laughs> comparatively. So... Cut back to Joan, Emma Roberts. She's back in that hotel room. She has her towel on. Bill is inviting her down for dinner. He says um his his wife is still isn't around, but he's like, You're probably hungry. Will you come downstairs and eat dinner with me?
1: Says so why did his wife have
0: eyebrows and hair on her head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You didn't really see her. You did see her kind of clearly for like one second. She's in the driver's or the passenger seat of the car. She looks like pissed off that they picked up Emma Roberts. Um, So she goes downstairs to have dinner with him. Uh, It's just him. And he at this dinner, he immediately is like, the person you remind me of is my daughter. Um, We lost her nine years ago. And we're going to her grave to put flowers on it. We go every year. It's the anniversary of her death tomorrow. Um, And he's like, do you want to see a picture of her? And he takes out a picture of her from his wallet, hands it over. And it's Rose. Mm. It's Rose. It's Lucy Boynton's character. Lucy Boynton. Yeah. It's Lucy Boynton's character.
2: Uh-huh. That's interesting
0: <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay So it's that picture we saw, remember, in the beginning Her picture, picture day picture day. Yeah, where she was slow-mo walking into the room Big smile We see Which was the
2: same that. day that they didn't get picked mm-hmm. up That they didn't get picked okay. up It's Lucy oh. Boynton And has yeah. it felt like we were in the past?
0: No So that's part of what the twist is it's we like in we, the think that, we think that we are in the same timeline, but it's actually nine line. years later. It's nine years later. And um, OK, OK. Emma Roberts like looks, looks at the picture and she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And she gets up and she runs into the bathroom and she runs into the stall and she like puts her hand over her mouth and she starts laughing. And <gasps> She starts laughing.
1: What? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I bet... I feel like I have a theory.
0: theory. (laughs) Okay. 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 Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) And all of a sudden, while she's laughing, you get a quick shot of her of Emma Roberts strangling someone and then stealing the purse that she has. The purse that she's went through earlier when she woke up. It's not her purse, it's whoever she killed. She steals the purse and then looks at the driver's license and it's not Emma Roberts, but it says Joan. So that's the like identity she's assumed. Got it. So Emma Roberts is bad. <sighs> she's bad. Bad news bears. Wow. Twist, it wasn't the guy. So when she goes back out to see Bill, he's speaking with a police officer. She clearly looks scared. She's like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Why is he talking to a police officer? But it's just that they're going to get snowed in if they stay. So they need to leave that night to avoid the storm. So then we cut to Joan sitting in back in the car with his wife. She's back. She's in the passenger side seat. They're just quiet per usual. Very awkward, very tense. And then the wife starts going on. This whole monologue where she's like.
2: This is why Mike Flanagan loves it. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> this is an inspiration. It was an inspiration for him. Um, a whole monologue like. Um, did he say you looked like her? He always tells everyone they look like her. They never do. You don't look anything like her. Okay, I've well, I I've never disagree. seen it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Like, did he tell you she was murdered? Did he mention that part? He never mentions that part. Um, Did he say have? We have a daughter? We don't. We had a daughter. We had a daughter. Like, this woman is clearly pissed. This has clearly happened before. It's a thing that happens where he picks up, like, young women that maybe remind him of his daughter. I wouldn't love it either. Not a great I wouldn't love it. I wouldn't love it. And... It's just really sad, and Emma Roberts is just not responding. She's just sitting in the back, like, expressionless. She's trying
1: so hard not to laugh in the lady's face. (laughs) 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 We all come home after a long day of work, and what's the first thing we do? We take off our bras, because they are uncomfortable and constricting, and we're just ready to get out of them by the end of the day. Well, what if I told you that Skims has changed all that? Skims has done the impossible and created an underwire bra that I actually forget that I'm wearing. I didn't think anybody could do it. You guys obviously know how much I love Skims. I have tried many of their other products. I've never been disappointed, but I, yeah, just don't normally love an underwire bra. I prefer a bralette, but I've loved everything else I've gotten so much that I thought, you know what? Why not try an underwire bra from Skims? Let's just see and they did it. They did it, folks. They created my favorite underwire bra I've ever worn. I have the weightless scoop bra. It has this nice, like, mesh material that's supportive and comfortable, breathable, but still very sexy. And yeah, like I said, I I do genuinely forget that I'm wearing it, and that is very rare. I, you know i'm a broken record over here i love skims i love skims i'm sorry that's just the the cold hard truth i will shout it from the rooftops because i want everybody to know i want everybody to share in my joy and my comfort so shop skims bras at skims.com now available in 62 sizes 30a to 46h plus get free shipping on orders over 75 dollars And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order. Select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows.
0: (laughs) 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 So cut back to Catherine and Rose. Rose is waking up. She's not dead yet. You guys, she's still alive. She's still alive. She, um. Walks out into the hallway Catherine is hanging up the phone There's a payphone in the hallway of their dorm And she's um She says that she just spoke to Mr. Gordon
2: Um. Okay, so I want to just say You have to get to it If this makes it in the episode Because Henley just froze We had to take a quick pause We looked up Osgood Perkins And Henley, he's not just technically in Legally Blonde He is in Legally Blonde He's like a character in Legally Blonde Which character? He's the guy, the dorky guy in law school with her Who, um <gasps> Uh, she like tells him That he get she, he's like getting uh, Rejected yeah. by a girl who's like Why yes. would I want to date with you you're like oh my not God, even yes. cute And she tells him you gave me the best Sex of my life and then you didn't even call me
0: Anyway That was a key character key Gosh. character, Big moment she was such a good person I mean what a role model You know Elle Woods
2: Elle, I fucking love Legally <sighs> Blonde it's...
0: We were so lucky to get to grow up with someone <laughs> like Elle Woods they we were really we were so it, it, True role model
2: for women um honestly though it holds up it really does okay okay so it so she hasn't died yet
0: she hasn't died yet you guys um okay so Karen hangs up a payphone that's she that's hangs up off. a payphone she says she just spoke to mr gordon and he says she can't live here but she can live with him she, rose is like that's weird uh but they go to eat with the nuns Q nuns um the nuns are not wearing habits they're just wearing normal clothes which is like a little yeah. disappointing to me and like wigs and fake you know, eyebrows I like wondering if this is supposed to be like what is the time period supposed to be because they are dressed people are going to be like that is so dumb like it was obviously a different does it say anywhere in any of these descriptions the time period no it doesn't
1: it's kind it's of like un- kind of unanchored vague. in time, like modern, but maybe not not today. I feel like sometimes they do that intentionally in movies like it follows is yeah, like to, that like, as well, where it's some things are futuristic and some things are
0: are like 80s style. The nuns are dressed like they're from the seventies, but then also I think part of the car, part of what's hard too, is that they're wearing like Catholic girl uniforms the entire right. time. So sure. I don't, they're just what they are. But then, you know how we've talked about this before, how like actors are so modern looking. And I feel like Emma Roberts, Lucy Boynton and Kiernan Shipka are very Garcin, modern, modern, looking. modern looking. I know. So it, it throws me off. I can't really tell. Um, So they are having the quietest, saddest meal you've ever seen (laughs) in your life with these two nuns. But they're uh, about to, uh, you know, say grace. And um, Kierna Chipka, Catherine, she's not she's looking really pale. She's not looking good. She's looking Mm -hmm. even paler than she was looking at the beginning of the film. Hair is kind of a mess. She's not saying grace. One of the nuns is like chastising her for it. And um, she tells her that she needs to say grace so she starts doing it but she starts kind of laughing and the nuns are getting more upset she's trying not to laugh but you know what too bad because she stands up and she does something even better she barfs everywhere <laughs>
2: oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> she Barfing barfs is and, barfs than and laughing. Barfs. we all know it <laughs> <laughs> and everyone is looking pretty grossed out, so they take her to the nurse's office is it like to examine a, her.
1: Does it seem like
0: like a satanic barf? Yeah,
1: like a possessed type barf. Or like it's a, not
0: like an exorcism going across the room barf, but it's definitely not either like a normal barf either. Like sort of like
2: also yeah. To like stand up and then barf is pretty weird. Yeah. Have you guys ever
1: barfed in public? Or like uh, in, I'm had sure like I have. an embarrassing throw up? I don't situation i'm sure i have what what kind of vomiters are you guys are you guys pretty um chill about it or pretty hate doing it oh (laughs) i am
0: i i secret that away as as well as possible you know what i mean like i've definitely thrown up like secretly before like being too drunk you're like a
1: good good sneaky vomiter yeah
0: Mm -hmm. like no one will notice no one knows but then again i'm so drunk people probably did notice and i'm just so drunk that i just like pretend like it didn't happen (laughs) yeah Um. I don't know why. Are you trying to tell us you're really obvious with Barfer?
1: <laughs> no, I was just think. I just was thinking that that would be really crazy to stand up and throw up at.
0: On the table. The ta- on the very a- crazy. A table, yeah. Just to, yeah, that would be awful. Oof. I don't like thinking about that. Um, mm-hmm. She's in the office. She's in the nurse's office. She's not doing well. She's looking pale, sweaty. She looks very sick. Um, And the nuns are like mad at her because she's kind of being an asshole. And they are trying to like see if, you know, see what's going on. And one of the nuns like touches her face. And Catherine like pushes her hand away and she says, Get your hands off of me, cunt. And the nuns are like, But then, (gasps) use the C word. Um, But before they can really react, like right at that moment, the phone rings in the other room. And, um, the nuns go to answer it. They're just two all nuns, of them, by the oh. way. There's two of them.
2: <laughs> okay. two <laughs> <laughs> I a whole nuns like, hold a on. <laughs> there's a
1: flock of them. There's just you two. We go two. all answer the phone together. There's just two. <laughs> <laughs> we answer it on the speakerphone and all say hello at the same time. Hello. Hello, nunnery. <laughs> you have the nuns. <laughs>
0: Um, then we see a shot of them answering the phone in the distance in the other room. They're looking shocked as hell. And what you can tell is that they're getting the call that Catherine's parents are dead. Like, that's just what you know, because mm. they're looking at her. They're looking like shocked. They don't know what to do. Mm. Rose goes into the room to be like, what's going on? Wait,
1: and she's already said that her parents are dead, right? Well, she
0: said but it, it was like, it's such joke. a weird way where it was like, how do you know that? And are. Are you serious? Making a joke. Okay. Yeah. Clearly not. Yep. But she and also remember the first thing we have is her dreaming, her having that dream of like, it seems like her parents have died. Like in that dream, her like seeing the car being exploded and her saying, Mommy, Mm -hmm. um, it feels like pretty ominous. Um So Rose goes in to be like, what's going on? And the nuns are like, go shovel the walkway. (laughs) Um, Just shovel it till you can see the grass, till you can see the ground. And Rose is like, what the fuck? Why? And they're like, just go do it. And so Just go do it. Just don't ask questions. Um, So Rose goes out. She's shoveling and shoveling and Mm shoveling. And then mark your bingo cards because she hears, you guessed it, a record player. <laughs> Needle scratch. Record player. It's coming from the house where she just was. Where The nurse's office is like in an old house and it's where the okay. nuns maybe live or something. Um, she goes and she knocks on the door. Uh, she's like, what's with this music that's blasting from here? And she can't get in. The door's locked. She's like trying the doorknob. No one's answering. She can't get in. Um the police and a detective arrive and they we see an image of them like also trying to get into the house. They can't um and they go they kind of like walk around the house. They go through the back and then there's a really slow 360 shot of the inside of the house. It's empty until you kind of finally reach a doorway where there's blood splattered all over the door. And we see the policeman walk through the back of the house and stop and look down on the ground and just cover his mouth, shocked Wait, and disgusting. And is this the
1: house that we think that Catherine and the nuns
0: were in? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. So then we cut back to a few, like two days ago or a day ago or whatever it was. Um, and we're back with Catherine And we start over kind of with her. So so with Rose and with Jones, um, we each got like title cards for them where it was like Joan and then Rose. And we haven't gotten that for Catherine. So we go back to her waking up and we get a title card and it just says cat and we kind of watch everything she, that we already saw her go through. We, we watch her marking off her calendar. Um, we watch her, you know, um, finding out about the recital, blah, blah, blah. And then we get the only thing that's different, really, is that she has a phone call. We see her have a phone call in that creepy payphone in the hallway, and it's all staticky. And she, she can't hear anything. And she's going, Daddy, Daddy, are you there? And you just hear this deep, distorted voice on the other hand, on the other end. And he se- tells her to. Um, he's like, yes, I'm here. Like, kill the cunts. Kill the cunts? Oh, my God. And then she just hangs up the phone. And she looks kind of shocked. And the thing that's, like, really crazy about Shipka's performance throughout all of this is you can't tell, like, where is it just her and where is it her, like, kind of being...
1: Possessed?
0: Like, possessed. Like, you just can't tell. Like, it's she just kind of plays it the same way like the entire time. intentionally, or she's a bad actor? I I mean, probably she's <laughs> a bad actor. But, you know, with this movie, it's a little <laughs> interesting. I don't know. The line is that hard to tell. But, um... Uh, then, you know, we continue to see shots of Catherine throughout the day. The main thing to know is that this boarding school is sad as hell. I mean, she just looks so sad the entire time. Um, And she, you know, does her recital. She listens to, you hear her listening to Rose, tell her she can't take care of her, blah, blah, blah. Rose going off on her date. So Rose was a cunt. Yeah, Rose, such a cunt. The nuns were cunts too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, nuns are also cunts. You gotta kill the cunt. (laughs) Then you see, after Rose goes on her date, you the phone rings again and catherine goes and picks it up and it's a creepy distorted voice saying you can stay with me and then we cut to a scene of the nuns on the ground back to the day where um catherine threw up everywhere and (laughs) they're on the ground there's blood everywhere they're bleeding out one of them is like dragging herself across the ground the other one is like like spasming on the ground Ooh. and Catherine is running around like barefoot um, holding a knife and she just like comes back and gets over one of them and just stabs them and we see all of it like this is where it becomes really a horror movie like the stabbing they don't hold back it's Oof. a lot of stabbing Kay. and uh, it's not fun and you cut to rose waking up i guess it's the next day i don't i don't understand the time period now rose just wakes up in bed maybe she's taking a nap after shoveling all that snow and um she's looking in the mirror she's thinking about the baby that's maybe in her belly she goes to the bathroom and then (gasps) she gets her period and she's like, oh my god, thank god, thank god, thank god I'm not pregnant. But her moment of relief ends really quickly because she hears the door open. And yep. she's terrified of Catherine at this point. Like, she's so scared of her. She hears the door open. Did she see the nuns die? I was gonna say, was, did, what, did she witness that? No, she didn't witness any of that. No, 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 okay, no. She's okay. just okay. like, she's, she's just, just seen th- Catherine act like Catherine's fucking like crazy. Weird. Yeah. Like okay. when, also when she said, like, get your hands off me, cunt, it was like, what the fuck? Like, it was really unusual behavior. So she's just acting. Yeah,
1: and that's scary. scary.
0: Okay. That is scary. It's a little scary. So, she's like, Catherine? And then she hears the door open and close again. And the doors are terrible in this movie. The doors are squeaking. Everything's silent. Squeaking, squeaking. Then, she goes out of the bathroom. Cue a long long walk down a dark hallway. Opening and closing, a lot of squeaky ass doors. (laughs) Um, She gets to like the front doorway and she opens it. She looks down. She sees something covered in blood at the bottom of the staircase below her, and she's she's shocked. I don't know. Again, I don't know exactly what this is. Honestly, I have some guesses, but. She turns around. She's scared. She shuts the door. She starts like running back to her room. And just as she's like, starts going back up the hallway, Catherine turns the corner with a knife and just stabs the shit out of her. Just oh, wow. stabs her over and over and over again. Again, no, no holding back. We see everything. And she dies pretty slowly. So this and reminds quick. me
1: of have you seen that episode of extras where Patrick Stewart? like writes the script of <laughs> of having a superpower where you can make someone naked i can't or something like no no I <laughs> so like it's, any- such a, it's such a <laughs> random thing to bring up but basically patrick stewart is like, explaining to ricky gervais how his script is like your superpower is that you can like nod your head or something and it'll make the woman you're talking to be naked and He's very clear that each time it happens He's like, and you see
0: everything <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm reminded of That's what I'm mimicking right now Is that that episode exactly <laughs> That's so funny God, Okay, but funny. the Alright, here's the grossest part though Alright, mm-hmm. you're not even Just buckle up So She stabs her She dies very slowly You see like the life go out of her And honestly, part of me was like Is she faking it? Like, no, no, she's dead She's dead and you know for sure, because then and Chipka like, straddles her and just, like, grabs her hair. She's on her stomach. She grabs her hair and just slowly lifts her head up and then takes yeah. her, like, grabs her knife. Oh, no. And then you cut away. And, man, that was really gross. I did not like it. It was very, very gruesome, but... In the big scheme of things, like, it's fine. You know, you can yes. do it. You can do it. <laughs> the
1: grand scheme of things, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, okay. implication
0: is that she was about to saw her head off, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the police are searching the premises. One of them goes down into the basement, goes down into the boiler room. They see Catherine. She's kneeling in the boiler room, and the there are three heads next to her. Oh, boy. heads. And... The cunts. The policeman is this... Yeah, cunts. He's just this, like, young guy who's fucking scared as hell. Yeah. And uh, he's freaking out and it keeps being like drop the knife because she's holding a knife. He's like drop the knife, drop the knife, drop the knife, Ooh, and she gonna shoot you can see you can see her hearing him, and to to her his voice is all distorted and fucked up and kind of sounds like the voice she was hearing on the phone. Mm. And um, she puts her hands above her head. She doesn't drop the knife. She puts her hands above the head and she screams, "Hail Satan!" And nice. just starts like screaming And at that moment He shoots her in the shoulder And you, it's yep. the same shot yep. From yep, yep, Emma yep. Roberts mm. in the beginning mm. So Now we're back In the car Do you think Bill they ever wife. would have
2: seen a picture of the person who killed their daughter?
0: That's Probably the, okay, This is the central issue With this film Is that yes they look alike but like like and Shipka and Emma Roberts Like don't look that al- You know what I mean like it's yeah. like I know why they have to do it Because otherwise there's no twist But it's kind of like the twist is a little bit diminished Because it's like nine years later You don't look like a completely different person <laughs> You know yeah. Um. Anyway so okay. Yes well, okay, Emma Roberts is Catherine Yep And now we're back in the car mm-hmm. And Bill and his wife are driving it's like the most fun road trip you've ever been on. <laughs> um, and the wife is saying, you don't tell people you don't tell people she was murdered, do you? You don't tell people that they had to do a blood test to make sure that her head matched her body. Um, and then Oof. Emma Roberts is like, I'm going to be sick. Pull over the car like I'm going to be sick. And. The wife clearly doesn't want to pull over because it's right at the school and um, she doesn't want to go there. And, but, you know, she keeps saying she's going to throw up. So Bill pulls over. Second she, he pulls over, she just stabs the shit out of them. <sighs> she just kills them both. She cuts his throat and she stabs the wife a bunch. And then she just throws up everywhere in the car. <laughs> Oh my god. She loves to and do that. And then she and then she um cuts her heads off.
1: Oh really? Has she been, Oh okay. Do we think she's like been possessed this whole time?
0: Well, let's talk about or that like, at the end. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, we're not at the end yet. Okay. We're almost at the end. So then she puts her she puts the heads in the suitcase. And at this point in my notes, Obviously. I just write, what the hell is this movie? Like, what's happening? Uh-huh. And she's covered in blood. And there's a long extended shot of her, like, cleaning the blood off of her with a napkin. And then she puts one some makeup napkin? on. Just one napkin. Cut a napkin can do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you always have those stray napkins in your car. Like, that's yeah. what you need them for is when you're covered in blood for this reason. Um, so then... We get a shot of Kiernan Shipka back nine years ago. She's been, you know, restrained. Um, She's in the hospital. Father Brian comes to see her. This is the shot we also saw of him like hovering over her from earlier. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Catherine, Catherine. And her face is so muted. And then she kind of looks at him and he goes, there you are. And he says, you're not wanted here. You will go from here. And he starts doing like an exorcism Mm -hmm. on her, essentially. Mm -hmm. So we're cutting between the exorcism that's happening and then Emma Roberts breaking into Bramford, which is now abandoned. Clearly this murder rampage that happened. People didn't want to go back to school there. So it's all shut down. Um, Everything's boarded up. But she breaks in and We're kind of between this and the exorcism. Father Brian is lining up all of his cute little exorcism accessories. I mean, (laughs) this would be like a fun ASMR to do, you know, opening up your holy water,
1: (laughs)
2: spritzing (laughs) it, putting your little
0: little rosary beads on the table. (laughs) 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 There's so much going on. Um, And he's, you know, throwing the holy water on her and saying all this shit. She's like rising out of the hospital bed out of her restraints. And she sees a figure in the distance. Kieran Shipka sees something. You see her see something. And she like starts kind of crying. And she says, please don't go. Don't go. And you see an image of in the distance of this like furry, dark creature with some long ass horns. Ooh. And then it's gone. And then it cuts back to Emma in the boiler room. She's Her hands are covered in blood. She's... The boiler room is, there's obviously no fire in it. She's trying to light it. It won't light. She has the heads with her. They're next to her. It won't light. It won't light. Like she's like trying to make it work. It's not working. And then she walks back out onto the street. You just see her walk back out to where the car is. And she just starts hysterically crying, like the most anguished cries you've ever heard into her hands. Like she's st- like covering her face with blood that was left on her hands, just screaming, screaming and roll credits. And then that's the end.
2: Wow. OK, so she wanted her little goat friend back. I think so. Yeah. And yeah. so she cut those heads so she could get her goat friend back.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think she like missed her goat friend.
2: But also missed like being possessed.
0: But she's still kind of possessed because that's a pretty insane thing to do. And also like when did she get poss- Get possessed? I don't know. Interesting. But do you guys feel like uplifted and happy now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, feel it, good? Sound- <laughs> it sounds
0: good.
2: I liked it. I liked it too, and all three of them
1: look very similar. Not the same, not enough to be the same. You know person. who does look? I feel like enough the same is McKenna Grace and Kiernan Shipka.
0: Ooh. I feel like mm-hmm. yeah. that
1: works to me as being the same person.
0: Okay, wait, that, that reminds work. me, Sammy. Remember how you were worried that McKenna Grace is overworked?
1: Yeah, but she is. She definitely is. Okay,
0: so she did a TikTok recently of her in the hospital, <gasps> saying basically being like. Don't ask like, you know, <gasps> she's yeah. like
1: hospitalized from exhaustion. I think so.
0: Well, this also, happened like a few crazy weeks ago. to do a TikTok and then be like, don't ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I'm here. don't ask me about it. I mean, I don't remember exactly what it was, but that was the gist. I thought of you. I should have sent it to you. What was I thinking? Who were you thinking? Being a bad friend. Um, and I don't know whether she's addressed it since then. I feel like it was like a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I'm, wor- I'm worried about her. I'm worried about her. I hope that she recovers quickly and s- decides to only... I don't know. She's 16, man. That's so young. And she's been in so uh, many things. It's just um, crazy it to that children work. <laughs> it's just not right. It it's absolutely illegal. not right. She's been in 70 things.
0: That's fucking nuts.
1: And she's also, like, has a music career as well. <laughs> she's recording, oh, that's right. recording an album. It's just not right. Ugh,
2: she needs rest. Jesus.
1: And she needs to hang out with her
2: friends. She needs rest. The girl, I hope she gets it.
0: I'm I glad know. she wasn't
2: in this movie because she needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: God. One movie she wasn't in. Just one.
1: Um, wow, Henley, that was so scary yeah, one that, that you watched. Did you feel scared afterwards going to bed?
0: no no not at all this didn't really scare me okay it wasn't scary You're not scared to me
1: demons
2: or the
0: devil or no i'm not ghosts. i'm really not i think part of i think what have what would have been a lot scarier would have seen being like seen Catherine change like if she had been like more of like a normal girl and then mm-hmm. something happened and she changed that would have been really scary to me but instead she's just kind of like casually maybe possess the whole time Mm -hmm. like you don't see any difference the thing that always scares me is like the most is when the expectations are so different than what ends up happening like when things Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. ruined Mm -hmm. that's the worst yeah and when everyone things are ruined i hate things are ruined i do i hate conflict um but because she was kind of the same character the whole time yeah. And it's called Blackcoat's Daughter, which was confusing because part of me the whole time was like, oh, is the devil her dad? Like, but also yeah. Black Coat, Black Coat technically doesn't even mean, I was looking this up. Yeah, what and does it mean? It's just, um, wait, hold on. Oops. Black Coat, what does it mean? What does it mean? It just means a um, clergyman.
2: Hmm. Well, I don't know then. I don't know what to do
0: with that. i know know. it's not it doesn't like mean devil or anything i looked it up and everything i looked up was just about this movie when i tried to look up black coat and devil so Hmm. it's pretty i mean the movie itself is good and i did honestly like enjoy watching it Um, It's very atmospheric. It's very moody. Yeah. If you want, like, just like a February dark winter sad movie and it's, you know, an hour and a half quick, Mm -hmm. um, I think the main flaw is just that there's such little character development or such little, like, Mm -hmm. emotional weight behind any of the characters besides maybe a little bit Lucy Boynton, a little bit, but... You just don't know anything about. Yeah,
1: any that of them. is something that I like from right from the beginning. When you're just thrown into people's lives with no backstory, and yeah, the whole movie is like this
0: event, a little
1: and it- little present story.
0: It does, or make even it- like anything for them to react to, besides just like a couple of events. Like right. if you just had a few more. Things happen to the person, so you could see a little bit more of their personality or a little bit more of who they are. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. even if it's small, like a small conversation. Um, but I do it like goes a, so far. I do
1: like an atmospheric film. I mm-hmm. feel like um, Watcher was kind of like that, where it's just a really simple premise that's basically just all atmosphere and like good <laughs> acting. It sounds like well, this one maybe re- had yeah. l- less some of less good acting, <laughs> but still some.
0: I think I think it's I think the acting's perfectly fine for what it is. I mean, I would love for you to watch it and tell me what you think. Definitely doesn't shed boarding school in the most positive light. Yeah, you went to boarding school, right, Henley? Yeah, I did, and it was nothing a like very this? positive experience. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was like it was just like this, but I loved it? <laughs> I don't know what they, <laughs> they really were thinking. nailed it. No, it was nothing like this, but. I I think I maybe had an unusual experience at boarding school, where it was actually very positive. Most people I feel like have negative experiences, but it's really normal to do that on the East Coast. Also, people who are li- yeah. are from not the East Coast are like, "You went to boarding school? What the hell? Like, did you like drop it's a very out specific or get kicked thing. out?" But no, it's it was pretty normal where I grew up. Anyway, so that's this movie. Thanks for listening. I just like love you guys and. Just don't get possessed. If you get possessed by the devil, just like give me a heads up, you know? We'll just don't be a cunt. I won't be a cunt to you. You won't be a cunt to me. And then we'll all be fine. We'll be fine. It's that simple, really. There's essentially no voices in this besides the distorted devil voice on the other side of Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it ends with that, too. Deedle, Um. But wow. I'll do. From all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch. Good Goodbye. Bye.
1: Deedle, deedle, deedle. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really want to make our day, you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want even more content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. We will be back next week with a regular episode. We love you a lot. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.